A lot of people making fun of Michael Bratton because he uh, he buried Alabama. And uh, he, he did the, that on his show. He is now on our show. Michael Bratton. <laughs> You're... I don't know why. I think you look better with that. <laughs> I apologize to Nick Saban and Alabama for beating an unranked Texas A&M and having nine penalties and multiple turnovers and barely squeaking by. Paul, that was a joke. I may have dressed like a clown after that one game, but Jimbo Fisher dresses like a clown every Saturday in the fall. Because if not for Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M would have won that game, Paul. They should have won that game. And conservative Do we have any Aggies Jimbo. here? Yeah. You agree with him? Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Jimbo, very popular here on Rocky Top. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, Paul, Texas A&M should win this game tomorrow. Yeah. I think they're better on the line of scrimmage. I think they got better receivers. I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to run on this team. So I like A&M to win, but who's the coach down there in College Station? It's Jimbo Fisher. Give me Tennessee. Tennessee wins. Ooh. Michael Bratton decided to, to show up. You know, I like what you did there because I've, I've been in that spot before. You, you make a big deal, and then you, then you kind of go hat in hand. I'm sorry. Not you. No. I mean, again, all these Alabama you're blame, you're not You're not taking the blame. You're blaming Jimbo Fisher, right? Of course. I mean, who else is there to blame? And I just think it's comical, Paul, all these Alabama fans. We beat an unranked A&M. We're back, baby. We're back. They're still looking up at Georgia. And I think when LSU comes down to Tuscaloosa. But, but you're not buying because uh, we had a couple of guests here today that yeah. Nick Saban's doing his best coaching job. Yeah. Well, the fact that Miss Terry had to kind of <laughs> get him going, I, I don't think that's a good sign. The fact that you and I had to get him going, I don't think that's a good sign. But, no, he, he's, they are much better than they were against South Florida. But they have got a long way to go. They, they've beaten Ole Miss. Right. Uh, Alabama. Thank you, Lane Kiffin. That was for Lane Whiffin running his mouth all week. That's why they won that game. They beat Jimbo, who just punts on fourth and one in Alabama territory, calls a timeout to kick a field goal, Paul. Never seen such a thing in my life. I mean, it was just it was awful. And DJ Durkin, I don't think he should slide either. Three-man rush against a quarterback that all he can do is throw it deep. Let's give him 10 seconds to throw it deep, Paul. How's that sound? That, that sounds like a travesty to me, and that's what it was. So credit Jalen Milrow for stepping up. Jermaine Burton had a good game. But Alabama's defense, I'll give him that. They got a good defense. But, no, with Tommy Reese and that offense, they're, yeah, but, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the schedule, Brad, I mean, there are not that many schools that are capable of beating them. I think LSU can. I oh, think okay. Tennessee can. Maybe even Auburn in the Iron Bowl. You think Tennessee can beat? Absolutely. Oh, really? If they win tomorrow, going into momentum with that game, absolutely they can win. It's a big game. Tennessee-Alabama. Ask me again if they lose to A&M. I may change my mind. <laughs> I, I'm just a, I'm just a... I'm a host. I don't. I don't right. know. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, but I, mean, I have a couple of friends that really strongly take exception to what you what you just said about Alabama. Right, and they're yeah. I they're mean, they dancing. they really believe that Nick Saban has threaded the needle with this football team. Maybe he has, but I still think they lose by four touchdowns if they earn the right to play Georgia in the SEC championship <laughs> game. And is, I mean, isn't that the standard at Alabama to win hold, championships? Hold or, on a or second. Or to be unranked A&M. What's I, the standard? Hold on a second. 
you you know me. Mm -hmm. I, I I heard something there, and I have to make sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a young guy like you, so you know, in, in my state, I want to make sure I heard that correctly. You just got through saying if Alabama gets through all this and plays Georgia, Georgia will what? Win by 28. And only because probably they'll have some backups in the fourth quarter, Paul. I mean, they're on another level from Alabama. And I'm not convinced Alabama gets there. I, I get it. They're the front runner. Now they have to be the favorites to win the West. But I still think LSU has a shot. I mean, can't you off. just accept that you were wrong and, and move on? Or do you, have to <laughs> do you have to keep digging this grave? I was wrong. I'll give you that. But I... I think that was Jimbo's fault. I really do. Okay. I liked what I saw from Alabama. Paul. I've been critical of Coach Saban because I respect him, and when I don't see the standard as high as I know he's capable of, I, I'll offer an opinion. But right. I, I'm not the one who did what you did. And, uh, you said they lose by – Well, my biggest mistake was – I'm not the one who said this Jimbo program and the, the, this is decaying. Uh, it may have slipped a notch. A hair? But you pretty much said Saban's ready to, to be wheeled off. Well, we're at the midway point, Paul. And I, they don't give you a title for being good at the midway point, Paul. Let, let's see how they do in the back half when the schedule ramps up, when they have some of their tougher games. And like I said, if... But that, that, if un that, unranked, that unranked A&M team, which you're now suggesting... I mean, you, you still felt that unranked A&M unranked team would beat Alabama by two touchdowns. I did, yeah. And I was... Stunned that it went the other way, Paul. Yeah. And hey, credit Jimbo for hiring someone to coach quarterbacks and call plays, okay. which I thought that's what he was supposed to do. He needs to hire someone to manage the game, call timeouts. <laughs> it's okay. Remember the COVID year when a coach got COVID and they stayed at home for yeah. the game day? That, that's what we need some kind of formula to win get Jimbo at home on game day. A&M may never lose another game. Can we can we work that out, Paul? So to, so there, I. I I'm stumbling here. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I should be a professional, but uh, A&M staying out. Of, I know where they're staying. Mm -hmm. You know where they're staying. They're, you're suggesting tomorrow, instead of Jimbo Fisher getting on the bus and coming up here to the hill, stay right there. They'd be better off without him, I think. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> uh. For a warm mid-October day, it's getting rather icy up here on Rocky Tub. <laughs> uh, tell you what, why don't we why don't we just take a break here? Uh, we might include we might include some uh, we might include some phone calls eight five five two four two seven two eight five. We don't have a chance to do that very often, but we okay. might be able to do it tonight, depending on who calls in. We'll be right good. back. We got Larry coming on. I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. You're watching the Paul Feinbaum Show, presented by Johnsonville. Welcome back. As uh, we continue here, Michael Michael Bratton joining us. Yep. Uh, we're going to get some callers in here. How about uh, Cat Daddy first? Big ball is good. Good as always. You know my wife is from Memphis. And I've been to Neyland Stadium many times. And that is one of our greatest atmospheres in college football. Tennessee will whoop the Aggies. I can promise you that. And... 
I hear you go, Tennessee, and my game cops. Them gators are coming in the car. I want here. you to uh, hold on a second. I want, I want Brad. I want Brad to give us an opinion of, of that game too. Well, it really depends, ahead, Paul. Brad. You got Billy Nate. You got thanks, guys. You got Billy Napier who yeah. said he's trying to get more sleep. That's what I was going to say. It all comes down to Doctor Sleep and and how well them gators are rested up for this, Paul. They can fix this really quickly in Gainesville. Just put all the gators to bed, have them watch a Billy Napier press conference. They're asleep in 10 minutes, minimum. And they'll be out for the night. Florida would never lose another. Can you imagine Steve Spurrier or Irvin Byer worried about sleep for their players? I mean, what a, what a joke. Robert is in Tennessee. Robert, you're on the air. Hey, Paul, thanks for taking my call. Uh, <clears throat> I honestly think that uh, Bratton had it called right on Alabama last week uh, just for two plays. And he was right on the money. <laughs> Smart man I mean, right there. The intercept, the something, I the back-to-back interception. Hey, Robert, are you uh, are you out with Larry right now? It sounds like it <laughs> sounds like you you're at a brewery tossing them down. <laughs> no, I wish I was, man. I'd like to have one with Larry. You know, I think we'd have a lot to talk about. I would. Too. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. William is up next in Maryville, Tennessee, right down the road. Paul, welcome to back to East Tennessee. How are you? I am doing great, William. Uh, two, two quick things. You know, Walter Nolan, the nose tackle for uh, Texas A&M, came out and said that, his, that he hated Knoxville and that his time at Powell High School was lame, and he Ooh. called all his fellow recruits uh, a little different word, but it, it, it kind of rhymes with whiskey. I didn't know that, did and, you? Um, must have, yeah, 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 <laughs> It was reported there earlier this week, and of course, I, I started thinking. Well, number one, uh, you know, if, if he, I know when he was at Powell, they let him run the ball, kind of a la Refrigerator Perry, and you know, maybe if he'd gone to Catholic or Maryland Alco, he'd had a better high school experience. But con- considering the coach uh, supposedly, uh, you know, enhanced uh, his family's financial position, I don't think I'd be blasting him. I think I'd be uh, thanking him. But lastly. You know those wussies went eleven and two last year, and uh, Nolan went five and seven. But uh, that's interesting. Where Cade Mays and his crew uh, really get on him tomorrow. That is, uh, I appreciate you telling me. I I had not heard that. Uh, Thanks, so thanks, William. I'll see you in a minute. Uh, Quentin is up next. Good good afternoon, Quentin. (laughs) Quentin, you there, brother? Yeah, Paul. What's going on, Michael Bratton? Brother, now I can agree with you that that Georgia would whoop that ass. Now I agree with you. <laughs> that, twenty-eight, Bama fans don't want to encounter you right now. Oh, I, I spoke too soon. Uh, <laughs> Handsome Joe on with Michael Bratton. Wrong time, roll Paul Fireball. And Brat. Hey, man, why, why are you sitting up there trying to make a fool of yourself, man? I mean, what, you come in here. How long, how many, by the way, how many years have you been hating Alabama? I mean, was you just born hating Alabama? He, uh, you just not hey, here? hey, Joe. When Michael was born, the uh, the OBGYN slapped him, and he said, "I hate Bama." <laughs> That's not I'm far from the I'm truth, Paul. I mean, 
He is a Tennessee grad. You don't, you don't understand this, Joe, because you're an Alabama man. But when you're in Tennessee, you don't really like Alabama, do you? <laughs> I mean, this is not like, uh, oh, man, I'm a, you know, I root, I like all these people. I, I root for Alabama every week unless they're playing Tennessee. No. They root against I, I, Alabama every week. I'm for Tennessee this weekend, but but well, that's a different that story. You know what so I find interesting, uh, Joe? The fact that Brett's nemesis, Larry, has not called in tonight. I think he's afraid, Paul. He might have started too, too soon. Hey, uh, Joe, I want to ask you about one other thing. Uh, we had, uh, who did we have on earlier? Um, Adam Sparks, who wrote about, who interviewed Gary Danielson this week. The, uh, you, you guys like Gary Danielson here? I didn't think so. Um, Gary's uh, about to go do Big Ten football. where he, he I mean, Gary played at Purdue. Gary belongs in the Big Ten. Yeah, he does. That. I, I wish Gary well in his future endeavors, as long as he doesn't do SEC football after this year. <laughs> but he he said Neyland Stadium. Uh, these are my words, not his. Essentially, just another 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 SEC stadium. And I bet the person most upset. You think it's these fans, Paul? It's Jimbo Fisher because I think he's going to send that Tennessee fan base into a frenzy tomorrow, and it's that's probably going to be the difference in the ball game. That and Jimbo, you know, making a horrible call at some critical moment. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> My mother taught me at an early age, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say it. So... Jim from Tuscaloosa is next. Yeah, I want to talk to that, that moron you got there that I tweeted about, and he said, yeah, Jim, right, I'm a dumbass. You are a dumbass, Brett. You're talking about Alabama again. You, you don't know a damn thing about football. I do. I know a lot about it. You are the dumbest guy, and you are, you're just a punk. You really are just a punk, saying the things you're saying, backing away like it when you did it the first night. And then now you, you you feel you feel like you can croak again or crow again, and you don't eat no crow. You just a, you, you 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 make me so mad. You're just a jerk. I feel like Tammy Paul, you know, when she used to get on you. This guy, you're not you know what you're talking about. You never should let this guy on air because you can't get get on air nowhere else. All you're doing is propping up this punk brat. That's all you're doing, Paul. That's all you're doing. I can't disagree with anything he just said, Paul. <laughs> But the problem for him is it doesn't prevent the fact that Alabama's dynasty is in decay. I didn't hear anything that countered that there. I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I give you credit. You brought Jim out. And, and that's, I mean, he called you a punk. Mm -hmm. I mean, what was that, Martin? <laughs> He called, he called you a DA. A DA. Um, does that bother you when, when, when people say that? No, because I think it's the truth. I mean, I just, I never claim to be the smartest man, Paul, and I think you could tell by some of my predictions and things of that nature, but uh, at least I can entertain. And that, that's, that's all this is. I'm just trying to have a good time, you know? And that, that's what I admire about you, is that too many people in our business, I mean, they will 
argue. Oh, I, I, uh, hey, I, you know, first of all, how many times did they tell you they got it right? I asked somebody, like, where did you predict? Well, I told my buddy. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference in doing what you do and telling your buddy that Tennessee is going to beat Alabama. Right. And I think some people think I just say things knowing that they're wrong. I can't pick what I'm going to be right or wrong about. Yeah. I have no clue. But it's fun being wrong, especially when we got people like Jim yelling at me and Larry and all the crew. I mean, I don't mind it at all. But I'm, one thing I am right about is the decaying dynasty. I mean, I, I don't know about that. I mean, Nick Saban, according to one of our guests today, is doing his best coaching job. Mm-hmm. Yep, just beat an unranked team. That's that's incredible, Paul. Wasn't the uh, old trophy? Wasn't Ole Miss ranked? I think they were. Yeah, but again, I put that one on Lane Whiffin running his mouth, creating a storm. There, you know that. That should have been a win, certainly, for Ole Miss, but Lane Kiffin... But, but there, there are a lot of unemployed coaches, like, like Butch Jones, um, <laughs> who, 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 who are going to their grave saying, oh, well, we, we could have... Well, actually, Butch never even came close, did he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to come up with a better... I need a better example than Butch Jones. Is he still coaching? I mean, I know he was at Arkansas State. I think he's crying currently at Arkansas State. Right now, he's probably... I mean, Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy Pruitt could say, I almost beat... He didn't almost beat Alabama either, did he? He didn't come close either. <laughs> he may have beat him for a recruit or two. Derek Dooley, no. No. Now, I know you folks don't like Lane Kiffin. But Lane Kiffin almost beat Alabama. <laughs> I mean, that, that guy at least has that. You know who did? Josh Heupel. Oh! He's going to do it again here in a couple weeks. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to leave it there. It's a good place to end it. Michael Bratton, let's hear it for the brat. It's <laughs> been fun. Uh, Michael, thanks for doing this. Uh, not many people, well, actually, we couldn't get anybody else, but uh, <laughs> thanks for being here. We'll see you uh, whenever we see you next, assuming we, we do see you again. The Paul Feinbaum Show is presented by Johnsonville. Game day tastes better when it's made the 